Shady Pines Radio. Hey, Chris. Hey, Charlie. What's up? Hey, well, it's, you know, it's our, uh, it's our kind of last end, end of the year episode, and, um, you know, what's, what's up with you? I mean, not a whole lot. I don't, I don't do a whole lot with the end of the year. It doesn't matter a whole lot. Time just marches on, you know? Y- yeah, I, I, I guess I can see that. Uh, so we're just gonna, like, keep it chill? Is that... Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I kind of set something up. I, I hope it's not nothing too crazy. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Welcome, everyone, to the Everything and Nothing End of the Year Retrospective Spectacular. Tonight, your hosts will be wrapping up 2020 with a look back at the moments that made us laugh, cry, and maybe feel slightly uncomfortable. And now, here they are, your hosts, Chris Cox and Charlie Hickmott. Please, I'm sorry. All right, all right. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, I'm going to have a word with my co-host, uh, and we're going to see what kind of a show we have after this. We'll be right back. What do you like about the Shady Pines Radio app? I like how I can check my stocks with just a click of a button. Uh, it, it doesn't do that. I love all the videos of laughing babies. Um, last time I checked, there wasn't any laughing babies on there. I like how it finds Lehigh's in my area. Okay, it definitely doesn't do that. Guys, I'm talking about the Shady Pines radio app for Apple and Android, available for free on Google Play or the Apple App Store. Now, it doesn't check your stocks or have laughing babies, and you won't find studs with it, but it's your key to Shady Pines radio, where you'll find new and diverse music from Portland locals to all around the globe, along with Portland local information, opinion, spoken word, and more, with links to our schedule, social media and live chat it's your app for all things shady pines radio here give me your phone download it for free now and start listening there see how easy that was oh that owl's kind of cute you got his number Zebrosa Sound Radio, featuring the music of folks of color, women, LGBTQ, and more, mostly indie, most of the time, Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. So anyway, Chris... (laughs) I'm sorry, and I just, please don't beat me again. Okay, I just we're celebrating, right? We're we're celebrating. That's what you do with the end of the year. Yeah, we're. I, guess. I mean, we're we're taking a look back. I mean, this has been kind of like in general a shitty year. I yes, but I, I would agree with that. I, I would say that in terms of us and the show, leaps and bounds, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I, from from such humble beginnings. We've uh, we've lost a co-host. We've lost a co-host. That's true. R.I.P. He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> he's just no longer here. He's just not with us anymore. Yeah. He's not not with us anymore. <laughs> he's just not with, with us, us anymore. Okay, right. Yeah. Exactly. See, you got this, Charlie. That's very good. <laughs> Remember that line. But but um, then I mean but then it was just us. So then I think we had to like. I know, uh, I know you hate this phrase, but <laughs> pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. Because <laughs> that's not how that fucking works. <laughs> I know, I know, but see, that's that's exactly the point. See, we're hitting these topics again, things we went over in this past year. It's fine. I will be furious all year, every year. I'm. Yep. Yeah, that's. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, there there are some parts of this I really liked, though. Like, we, I feel like, I don't know, like four months ago, we really started hitting our stride. Yeah. Like, I started figuring out how to how to uh, get guests on that were going to do all of the legwork for us. And uh, that was a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to be lazy as fuck. And then I just incorporated the mental health check into every episode. Yeah, and I think, first off, it's completely topical it's it's something that we all should be thinking about every day anyway but especially now i mean we you know people talk about like your blood pressure and stuff like that but taking like your mental temperature is so i mean even once a week it feels great yeah that's like a self check-in too because a lot of times i don't know what i'm gonna say until you ask the question (laughs) which okay is the whole podcast is the whole podcast yeah, guys, I need you to know we have not planned any anything. I don't want to say anything, but it feels, our it feels like anything. <laughs> I know that. It feels like a lot of this is just seat of our pants. I I looked at the stats. Uh as of the like not even the last episode, but we're we're at about 3000 minutes of content this year. Uh I mean, that's an insane amount of time that we've just been talking. So we say like 500 minutes is maybe planned. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> 500 that sounds about so. right. Where it's like the names of the people who are there. <laughs> and The, the uh, words of the mental health check-in. Mental health check-in. And we yeah. usually know when we're going to do an Alaska man, Florida man, Arizona We man. usually do. Usually. I, was, I was flying by the seat of my pants on the last one. With Chrissy CL. But yeah. I started to kind of get that was another thing like moving into a new setup uh you know both of us kind of being now at home when we do it uh it's given us both new resources and so i can be looking stuff up on the fly whereas before it felt like it was all chaos and it was just paper and laptops and pens everywhere and i couldn't hold it all and it's like now that i have my own area a desk to sit at it feels great this gave Charlie new resources. I am dealing with the same stupid bullshit I've been okay. since day one. <laughs> okay, but look, you've got a good mic that you weren't using previously, and now you're using it every episode. Yeah, so but if you recall, I was arguing about the use of this I, mic from the day I started I know, on this podcast. I know. <laughs> uh, at, at the time, we were not... Uh, I got a new computer, so... I can handle stuff like that. We yeah. got we got Zoom. That's something you got. You got Zoom, which That's is true. the biggest tool we use every week, except for me. <laughs> yeah, got, got myself. Self burn. Those are nice. rare. Let <laughs> me give that points. Kelso points. Thanks. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. Charlie. How far did you think you were gonna get? I really thought thirty. I really thought thirty was like that. you thought you were gonna die at thirty. Yeah. Well, when I was 27 and I was like right in the, <laughs> I thought I was going to be in the 27 club. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I was like, I'm a rock star. Sorry. And like, and like it kind of crossed my mind. and that, But then like I never did it crazy enough shit to <laughs> ever warrant me dying. Right, right. You never jumped off like a. I wasn't jumping, jumping off buildings. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, Big Mama Cass, she choked on a ham sandwich. So I didn't eat a single ham <laughs> the whole year. Is that real? Well, she really choked on a ham sandwich. No, that, but I mean about you avoiding The other part was sandwich. a joke. Okay. I, I don't think I've... I'm sorry. I'm just going to break all of your <laughs> jokes. It's <laughs> no, it's fine. fine. Well, I didn't... I don't think I, like, eat ham sandwiches, really. Like, oh. Thinking about it. It's not, like, something I, like, regularly get. If I, Like, maybe if it's available, but I, just, I don't seek it out. I don't go to Subway and order ham sandwich. No, I just like at home sandwiches are the easiest thing to just have stuff for on hand all the time. It's true. And ham's an easy answer when I walk up to the deli, so I have ham sandwiches like every week. <laughs> well, I, I mean, no shade against it. I'm a turkey sandwich guy. I grew up on turkey sandwiches, but uh, ham sandwiches are good too. Salami. Ooh. Okay, so maybe this isn't like a 20 minute. <laughs> discussion on sandwiches you tell me it's not a 20 minute discussion on sandwiches okay and i might believe you we're gonna, yeah that, guys for this for season two uh we're changing the name of the podcast to a 20 minute discussion about sandwiches um i could honestly do that podcast i know 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you were you worked in a deli. Yeah, I've worked in three delis. Chris has worked in three delis. Uh, I've worked in several restaurants, and none of them served a ham sandwich. <laughs> I gotta go yell at fucking McMinimans then. Where yeah. is where is your? See, we're gonna turn this into a whole fucking twenty minute conversation about ham sandwiches. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've done a lot of weird shit this year. <laughs> it's so, it's so true. It really, it's. We, uh, I like, I like that at one point we just hit like a sex worker stride. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Keith Hemingway, fantastic. Uh, what is it at two three k underscore bbc twenty four k. God damn it! Because it's twenty four gold. Dick. Look, I four character and basically a very cold version of trailer trash. I don't know what gold <laughs> comes in. <laughs> anyway, so yes, yeah, sex, sex worker stride. Uh, we had we had a, like a few, and then we had um, well, we had a couple authors, two or three, right? May Lachey, yeah, May Lachey, Stephen uh, Bruce, Stephen Bruce, whose uh, name I will someday actually pronounce fully correct. <laughs> I get closer and closer every time, though. I swear Stephen to God, Stephen Brust. <laughs> then, yep, yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's fine. At least, you know, it's, it could have been worse. You ever been corrected by your favorite author since you were nine about how to pronounce their fucking name? I have. It is not great, guys. <laughs> Learn how to pronounce shit. It'll save your humility. I met um, the author of the Redwall books. Did, Ooh. Did you ever? Brian Jacques? Yeah. Yeah. But is, he, is it Jacques? Is it, I heard some people, some people say Jake's, and I don't know why. I don't. And then I heard just Jake's, and then like Look, ja- you, you've seen my way to do this. I just walk up and say it the way it comes out in my brain. And then <laughs> if I'm wrong, someone's gonna tell me, okay. and it's gonna suck. Uh, but <laughs> so I maybe was, don't ask me how to pronounce them. I was so starstruck when I met him. Uh, I was having him sign a book, and my mom was with me, and she's like, "He was born in England," <laughs> and he was like so nice about it. He's like, "Oh, you don't you don't drink coffee like these." Stupid Americans you drink tea. You don't throw tea, tea in the harbor. I'm like, no. Aww. I was like 14 or something. He tried. No, he was great. And then he, he like died the next year. It was crazy. <laughs> this took a harder <laughs> left turn than I was expecting. Yeah, I murdered him. <laughs> he, you know, anyway, it was. He's, he's not with us anymore. <laughs> he's. Just R.I.P. Uh, Joshua, <laughs> but you're not dead. And Brian Jacques is not dead. And Brian Jacques is dead. So. The, well, then we don't ever have to worry about how to pronounce his name. That's true. He can't correct me now. <laughs> he can't hurt me anymore. So I mean, yeah, we 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 started, uh, you know, at the Peace Den in Portland in person in. Uh, well, February 2019 was kind of like the first yeah. episode. and But uh, this year, 30, I mean, as of Dahlia, 38 episodes. This this being then probably 39. We just couldn't make it to 40, huh? <laughs> I guess not. Well, but that's well. Pre- I mean, that's pretty good. Again, over 3,000 minutes. Yeah. We've said a lot of nonsense. <laughs> 32 guests, so five, like six, five or six of those episodes didn't have guests. Well, yeah, but did we count the one where we had like three guests? Uh, yeah, I was accounting for, okay. uh, yeah, our New Year's special where we had Jack McGrain, Hannah Hayes. Uh, Becca McConnell. Becca McConnell. Was there someone else in the room? I think there were there were more than definitely six people oh, in that room. Oh, dude. Oh. Remember when we used to have more than six people in a room? Guys, we, we do have a live audience. Uh, because it's it's the retrospective spectacular. I don't know, I don't care what you say, Chris. You can beat me all you like. I'll remember those words. <laughs> uh, so Chris, do you have any uh, do you have any favorite memories of the past 12 months of podcasting? I mean, I have loved every time we've had Benjamin Tear on the show. Oh, Benjamin Tear. Please come back on the show. Yeah. We, he's, we miss and love you. He's been out fighting the good fight. He's doing great work. I I hope that gentleman gets more therapy. <laughs> well, if you want a mental health check-in, let me tell you. You can come on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we, we do have that here. That is on the menu, guys. Uh, I would say that uh, hijinks was a high point. 
<laughs> of of our summer. We had a really good interview with that guy. We made a whole uh, commercial around that dude's interview. Yeah, that was fun. That was good. And of course, then DJ Wildchild as well. That's true, DJ Wildchild, which was another well. great episode. Uh, Scream Vina for Halloween. That was a good one. And uh, and Mr. Satan. And Mr. Satan was there. As well as uh, Shadow. And and Shadow, yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name, so I needed to leave me there. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't. I, there's been, like I said, 32 guests. I can't remember all your names. Really, Charlie just counts on me to bring somebody to the episode, and then he goes, "Cool. Do we know what we're saying?" And I'm like, "Okay, here are the things I know to touch on," and then that's it. And sometimes he doesn't even get that part. <laughs> I like. I, I'll just be like up and about, and then I'm like, "Okay, podcast time. I don't know what's happening. I'll just be there." Okay. Hey. It's fine. It's your nervous energy that really keeps you giggling. <laughs> and so I can't give you too much. Otherwise, we ruin it. It's so true. Breaks the magic. I don't know. I feel like we... Yeah. Like, once we started hitting the the regular talking points, a lot of yeah. this started falling into place. Yeah. I mean, of course, we had, like, a, a really big news year. So there's always, like, stuff that was on people's minds. And we could draw from that. <laughs> I also want to take a second here and once again thank Shady Pines Radio for picking us up at all. Well, yeah, that's kind of the big thing that happened this that year. That was like, I don't I don't 100% know how that happened. <laughs> Guys, I have lucked into every good thing in my life, and so if you just want to be on the podcast, send me a message. <laughs> it's been our same message we've had all year. Just shoot your shot, guys. That's everything and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com, please. Anyway, so uh, I think uh, you know. Let's let's take a look. Let's we're we're gonna we're gonna through the through the through the magic of radio. We'll be taking a look back at our favorite memories from 2020. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Stick around, guys. <laughs> Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas Absolutely nobody sings Christmas songs like Johnny Cash. And on November 11th, 1963, Columbia Records would release Johnny's now classic, The Christmas Spirit, the first of three Christmas albums he would make in his lifetime, which is a good thing because The Christmas Spirit record tops out at about 38 minutes 20 seconds and we have an hour-long show to fill on friday in the fort so we're going to be spinning some choice holiday cuts from the cash family band like this one here featuring june carter cash christmas times a coming it's christmas in the fort y'all 6 p.m. Christmas Day on Shady Pines Radio. When it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home. Christmas time's coming. You know, I don't, I don't think we've ever really strayed away from drugs at all on our show. I'm pretty sure we, uh... Not really. <laughs> I think we just smoke on air. Um... You know, I think I think really we've collected a decent, a grouping of fun stories of people's most intricate or first or interesting times. Uh, this is Lacey Day fucking with dolphins. I did mushrooms um, to like for headache control because I get bad cluster headaches. Oh, and I accidentally sorry. ate. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally ate too much, and then I had um, the first time I ever had like a lot of like real hallucinate I was like hallucinating for real but I was like a real trip yeah and I was like freaking out kind of totally and um I was like I can't keep my eyes still because then things will move and so I was just like going around Karina was living with me at the time and she was like the look on her face was pure terror she um and the next day I went around she would put like towels over every mirror in the house you know Jesus I think she, it seems like everyone that watched me trip was more afraid than I was. Which means I was handling it. You know? <laughs> Were they also tripping? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, I don't know that that means that you were handling it then. 
Yeah, I at one point just wrapped myself up in my clothes like a mummy and just had my eyes, which they said were complete saucers, poking out. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's regular lazy behavior, though. They I know. I'm, that. I'm not a huge fan of uh, tripping either, so that was another thing. Because if you yeah. don't want... Yeah, I did have one other... Like, I get them in the spring. I was taking a bunch of headache medicine, but one really fun trip where I was on that island because I was staying in Puget Sound for a while. Nice. It was James Shout out to James Fitz. Um, but uh, I ate mushrooms and just a little bit, and it was just enough. And I went rowing out to the ocean on a kayak. And little uh, did I know that dolphins were in the area. And so uh, the water started getting choppy and rough. Mm-hmm. I was worried I was going to die, but I didn't want to look uncool when I died. Because I thought people could see me from the shore. <laughs> so I was just trying to turn my boat. And like I was freaking out. And then these dolphins came from the sunlight and they literally hopped around me for like 20 minutes till like the skies cleared. And then I rode to what I looked like a Mrs. Butterworth uh, cloud in the middle and then things were fine. So dolphins saved me. <laughs> that was a big thing this pandemic, you know? Yeah. Dolphin magic. Jeez. Yeah, uh, they were like changing colors when they were jumping, which not really, but to me they were. And I, I'm not hallucinating dolphins. They were really dolphins there. You need to know that. Yeah, uh, right. there are several species of porpoise and dolphins that live in For the sure. zone, so I totally believe it. Because they also saved me, the dolphins also saved me, because I didn't realize that killer whales, I should have put it together, um, could kill people. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I, had, I had gotten squid, and I was in the middle of the day, I was like, oh, because you can kind of see them under the water, and I was trying to throw squid at the killer whales so they'd eat it. No, I, I understand how dumb I am. I understand. Okay. Even the other animals understood how dumb I was because there were like seals around me and they were like turning back and the dolphins kept turning my kayak and spinning it the other way. And I kept being like, hey, stop it. Stop it. I'm trying to get to the whales. And these dolphins are like, you dumb bitch. How many times do we have to save you? uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. That was a that was a big moment. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So yeah, don't get eaten by dolphins. Uh but also don't do shrooms and then host comedy shows. I'll be honest, I missed the cookie chill out. Um, but this is why people should not do drugs at comedy shows. First time I ever hosted a show, ever hosted a comedy show was at the hot box and I was on mushrooms. So of course like, you were. Yeah, because I was I decided to trip and then go watch the show because it was at my venue, but I wasn't really comfortable doing stand up as like a host at that point. I was still doing open mics, but I was like, I can't fucking host. I don't have those skills. So Kushner, Andrew Kushner was our host. Yeah. I get a call. <clears throat> I'm 15 minutes away from the hot box, tripping quite hard when I get a call from Andrew Kushner and he's like, My daughter's sick, I can't make it. You gotta find somebody else to host, or you're gonna have to host. And I got I just like lost it i was like i can't do this i cannot fucking do this and so i went up to take the mic at the start of the show and i was going to tell the audience i'm sorry but our host backed out and i'm tripping on mushrooms and can't do this so we're gonna have to cancel the show so i go up and i say i'm sorry the host canceled and i'm on mushrooms so and then everybody cracked up yep <laughs> wave of laughter like calmed me down and I was like, oh wait, that was funny. I can just keep, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Talked about the fact that I was tripping for a minute and then just introduced the first fucking comic and just kept the show going like that. So it worked out just fucking fine, but God, it was terrifying. Yeah. Laughed. (laughs) No, that is not, that is not a thing I would do before getting on stage. Usually. I'll probably do it someday if we're being honest. Well, I can't remember who it was, but there was one night I gave a dab to somebody in the back room. What we called the green room at the hot box, but nobody ever used it. You know that little room I'm talking about with the sliding door? And No. Was there a hidden room in this whole fucking thing? That It's like if you're going back to where the bathroom was, if you went to the left instead of taking a right into the bathroom, you went through that door on the left, right past the bathroom. But anyway, I gave, oh. a, I gave a dab to somebody, and they... You know, I don't know if you... Do you ever take dabs? Rarely. 
Well, when you give like a really big dab to someone who's not expecting to get that high all of a sudden, sometimes it makes them just lose their mind for a second. And like they're control themselves. So I gave them a dab and they immediately walked out of the room coughing their head off and walked out of the room and just walked into the middle of the showroom while a show was going on. So like Nathan Hart or somebody was on stage and all of a sudden this other comic comes in just coughing and like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like in the middle of their set. And I had to come grab them. and be like, oh, are you <laughs> Just gently guide him back to safety. Yeah, get him back to safety. Get him the fuck out of the room. Jesus. That's okay. Nathan Hart can take it. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's, he's got the- he'll roll with that. That's fine. Man, that short-lived show that me and him had with Karina, what was it called? Can't even remember. The cowboy-themed one. It went so terrible. Oh, man. Like the six weeks that they let us do it at Bit House before they canceled us. But there was one night where everybody was getting. Why did they get canceled? Because we had no audience. The only audience that would ever show up was like twelve. The, our best night was twelve people that came from down in the bar upstairs. And they were all so drunk and hostile that they just heckled the entire fucking time. And it got so bad that at one point I got so mad. I stood in the middle of the room and I went, if you don't, I think Karina was on stage and I stood in the middle of the room in the audience and said, if you don't have a microphone in your hand, shut your fucking mouth. And then the whole place just goes dead. And then I was like, probably not a great thing to yell at a comedy show, but Jesus Christ, stop fucking talking. (laughs) Like, that's how bad it got. <laughs> and then the, there was these two old, super drunk people, probably like, well, not super old, but they were super drunk, probably like 60 or so, an old couple. And they were saying, like, transphobic shit up at the stage during oh. everything. Um, so I went up and I was like, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. And, like, as the guy was leaving and, like, he turned and was, like, doing these fingers back to me and was like, oh, what are you going to do? And I was like, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And then um, the guy turned to his wife and said, honey, we better leave. The security guard is losing his mind. And I was like, you're so drunk. You think I'm a security guard here? Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes on stage. You just saw me do 20 minutes of comedy on stage and you don't even remember. You now think I'm a security guard here to kick you out. To be <laughs> fair, it's probably better that they thought you were a security guard. True. And then he said the funniest thing to me as he was leaving, as I was pushing him out the door, out to the sidewalk, he turned to me and he went, look, buddy, you know, you're not even a real cop. You're not even a real cop. Okay. And I was like, I'm not even a fake cop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, a lot of these stories about drugs have been very lawless, very, very random. Uh, I got to sit down with New York Times bestselling author Stephen Brust, and he gave us some rules for for when visiting Wisconsin. Check it out. Now, uh, your band is a bit famous in the Marvel Universe, from from what we've been able to find. Uh, you yourself, in fact, appear in a comic called Excalibur. Is that right? Twice, I think. I mentioned that story about the time we were playing out in Wisconsin. Yeah. That was the day that comic book came out, which wasn't part of the plan. It just, we got our copies of that the same day we were out there. We're like, oh my God, oh my God, we're in a comic book. Ah! And that was very funny because, by the way, our, uh, I have to tell you this, we were playing in Wisconsin literally and figuratively. Because, um... That was the slang we used, for, uh, you know, sort of like um, it started when, you know, our little group of people, uh, most of them from Renfest, who I knew, you know, through that and, you know, our, our little our, our little group, you know, we'd say, um, yeah, we're going to be we're going to we're going to drop acid um, this weekend. So if anyone calls, if anyone's looking for me, say I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. And somebody said okay. that. And another friend said, I want to go to Wisconsin too. And so the next thing that happened is we saw an ad from the Wisconsin Tourist Bureau that was <laughs> Wisconsin. It's another state of mind. What? Wait. And the next thing that happened after that was we saw. 
the phone number for the from the Wisconsin Tourist Bureau, one 800 4 trips <laughs> So that sort of iced it, you know? It's like, okay, yep. yeah, we can go to Wisconsin. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to Wisconsin. Uh, okay. I hope you don't mind. I might use that now. We oh, definitely, yeah. that has Absolutely. been stolen. Uh, points. All right. So many points. Hey, do, you know, do you know the rules? Uh, no, what are the rules? The Please rules tell for, for if you're in Wisconsin, metaphorically. Yeah. There are three rules. One, no flying unless both feet are on the ground. Okay. Rule two, don't make sounds that hurt you. Good one. Three, if you think something is on fire, mention it to someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you might be right. Yeah. Right. Or somebody else can verify that, no, that, no, that no, burning no. bush is not there. Right, so carry on, you know, it's a, yeah. anyway, it's a good idea to mention it. <laughs> so sometimes I wish we had had rules. I wish we had known some shit going into anything. And it turns out this is also true of some of my guests. Um, we're finally going to get to get to watch me and Dahlia Bell uh, just exchange some stories about getting way too high on things we didn't understand. Okay, okay, okay. Dahlia, do you remember your first time doing Southia? I do. I remember it vividly. Swap stories? Yes, let's do it. Let's okay. do the douchiest thing drug users can do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my first time doing Salvia, I had just quit college um, because I make good choices. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was living in my mom's basement like you do. Uh, when you quit college. And some of my friends would drive up from um, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And we would all, like, get different drugs. And we would all, like, to do a drug exchange or, like, a drug luck. Like a and white Santa, like a white Christmas. but White, white elephant. But, thank you. No, no, but it's like a, more like a potluck. Okay. Of drugs, so we okay. all did all of the drugs. <laughs> was okay. the idea? It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> so this night, uh, one of the people in the group, who was like the main guru, he was like, "Hey, I got this new thing," and I'm like, "All right, cool, whatever." And they made this big production of it. And they were like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. And it might seem a little weird, but just do exactly what we tell you. And I'm like, what's about to happen? What the fuck's happening here? And keep in mind, like, these are three dudes and me. Right. In a basement. In the dead of night. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of Wisconsin. So creepy. Yeah. All, all the way around. Um, but I was stupid and 19 years old. So I was like, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> so like, here's what we're going to do. So they turn off the lights and they're like, we're going to be real quiet. And they're just like, the only light is the lighter. <laughs> like, so you're just going to inhale this and we're going to keep the lighter on it the whole time. And just hold it in as long as you can. Lay down on your back. And exhale. And I'm like, all right, cool. Why not? Let's do this. Because, again, not a smart person. So they <laughs> they do this thing. And then the room is black. Everyone's totally silent. And uh, for those who have never done salvia, the come up on salvia, it's this weird rhythmic pulse. And it just keeps throbbing. And in this particular case, it starts throbbing through my body and my um, my private bits began to tingle awkwardly because, again, I was 19 and not yet on estrogen. So I start getting hard on and I'm like, OK, there are three dudes in my mom's basement in a dark room, and now I'm getting hard on these. They just dosed me with something. I've just been roofied through my lungs. They just gave me lung roofies. But <laughs> um, 
I'm on Salvia, so there's nothing I can do about it. Nope. So <laughs> I'm just paralyzed. And then the next thing I know, I'm on this infinitely long and wide metal elevator. And it's just a, a giant, like, great metal grate floor flying into the air at unbelievable speeds and I can see in all directions simultaneously and then I came to laughing uncontrollably believing I had like seen through the eyes of God and then all of my friends started laughing with me too and then we each took our turn <laughs> wow yeah no this this thing does not fuck around uh, so it's weird that you had more instruction, but less information than I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew that we had bought salvia and that we were going to smoke it and do it. So I knew that whatever was going to happen, it was going to be super intense, but super short. Yeah. But what we had was a Gatorade bottle with a down stem in it. Classic as a bong and uh <laughs> it was just fill up the bowl as much as we could and take as big a hit as you could i guess oh god we- <laughs> uh so it did work can uh, you let the listeners know what a dose of salvia is actually supposed to look like what do you mean <laughs> it, it's a very small pinch oh this may explain a couple things. <laughs> so we wanted me to be in a comfortable place. So we put on, uh, you can find this on Netflix still. It is a Canadian Gothic children's television show called Ruby Gloom. Uh, oh, I've seen it. It's not bad for a kid's show. Yeah. Um, so it's very... Uh, Halloweeny, so you've got like a skeleton kid and this sounds like, like a, bad a cyclops, idea. huh? This sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, it was. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm watching this as I take my hit, and I'm sitting on a bed that's on the floor, and the TV's in front of me, and my best friend Ian is here, and his fiance at the time uh, was sitting next to him, and. The skeleton kid began to terrify me. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, this is dumb. This is bad. I need him to stop singing. I don't know why, but this is getting worse. And then I look to my right and I see my friend Ian. And then everything shifts to the left. And I can see a bunch of, it's like infinite numbers of pages. Yes, yes. colorful and extend out into nothingness. And as I go to each page, I realize it's a different world. And so I'd be tabbing through them. And at one point, I found one where Ian was a mayor bear, but like a stuffed animal, very tall, slender bear with like a big old top hat. And he just ran a city, kind of Powerpuff Girls style. And uh, that was a thing for... (laughs) What my brain tells me was a long time, but could not have been. And, uh, yeah, so I just flipped through the pages of Eternity for a minute, and then I came back. (laughs) And when I came to, I was aware of a couple of things. One, while I was away, I had at some point drooled. Secondly, I was aware that it had been on heavy. (laughs) I was mad about it. And so... (laughs) Uh, I'm also over in the corner of the, like an opposite corner of the cabin than when I started and I'm punched over and I'm clearly upset and I'm angry and I don't know why and he's like okay buddy it's fine this is perfectly normal but I am gonna need you to breathe and she's like this is not okay <laughs> he spit on me I was like I don't I don't think that's what happened but I also don't 100% know that because we didn't exactly get along <laughs> Do drugs responsibly, kids. Yeah. uh, That's what we're saying. So, uh, again, for viewers who don't, listeners, I don't know how things work anymore in the future. Uh, For audience who... 
if for listeners asking. who don't know, um, salvia is a full dissociative. So it tears your reality apart instantly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you took way too much. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to ease your way into it. One of my favorite shows from this past year was the show where we got to uh, talk to my dad uh, on the 4th of July in England. And it's a great show. You can go back and listen to it. But here's just one of the fun, funny things that happened. Nickelodeon oh. in the 90s okay. was awesome. Oh, my Nickelodeon God. in the 90s. There's so many good shows on Nickelodeon in the 90s. And I think uh, Charlie will appreciate uh, uh, that um, um, the Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers was so good. It was insanely good. And, and you say that to people and they go, I don't remember that one. No, no, no. I've, I've gone back and watched it as an adult, and I don't know how they let kids watch that show. <laughs> yeah. That was but the, that's what true was of so a lot of things it. in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rocco. Rocco's. Rocco's. Yeah. Hang on a second. One more, yeah. We have two options. Either this is the world's best trick twerk, or he's coming back with something about Rocco's modern life. No, that's a different show. Trick twerking is a different show. <laughs> it's probably on omegle.com. <laughs> you can sign up for his OnlyFans and donate for that. Yeah, yeah. Chris that's Comedian right. at OnlyFans.com. Uh, that's um, right. Chris has an OnlyFans. <laughs> this uh, year, of course, was a year of big news. And one of the biggest news items in Portland was the uh, Black Lives Matter protests. We had our good friend and our first return guest, Ben Tier, come on the show and kind of walk us through it, explain what he was seeing on the ground. Well, uh, my so my handle or my, my yeah my Twitter handle is at Bitter Tier, but my name on Twitter right now is Benjamin Tear Gas. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> He just, you just had to swallow that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've had to swallow nearly as much tear gas as you have right now. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Ah, throwing it back. Okay. No, you guys had to go get uh, dads with leaf blowers, so near as I can tell, to, to send it back. That's and- been one of the latest developments, and it's one of those things where it's just like, it's so fucking funny, but it's also so effective and smart and useful. If it's the answer, it's the answer. What are you going to do? It was such a good tactic that last night the feds had their own leaf blowers. <laughs> it's like, oh, they didn't we even get a like a giant industrial fan or anything. They just brought no, their own leaf blowers. They got leaf blowers, too. Like... Like they saw and adapted to that. And so I shit you not, at one point there was a tear gas canister that had like been wedged in like the like in between the fence and the ground. And so it wasn't going either direction. And there was a straight up leaf blower battle <laughs> between dads and federal officers from the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> and and I'm I'm just I'm yelling into my phone because I'm I'm recording it. Um, and I'm just like, there is a fucking leaf blower battle happening right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh wow how the world ends. Oh wow ducking ends. other canisters of tear gas and other munitions and all sorts of fun things. <laughs> Man, uh, see, I'm not- I saw the people like in the Hong Kong protest with the they've got tennis rackets and like yeah. they'll bat it back. So the problem with that is um, hand-eye coordination <laughs> needs to be real precise because <clears throat> also this I think the tear gas canisters the feds are using are pretty heavy when there's when they're still filled right. yeah. and. Um, 
if, if you're taking a cheap tennis racket, it's just not going to be super effective. So what you're but, saying is like you really need to be a tennis player with like a pro racket out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how many of those we have who'd be willing to uh, donate their skills. Yeah, let's give John um, McEnroe a call, I guess. But what we're also I mean, look, seeing... We don't know until we ask. Yeah, it can't, can't hurt to try. Um, we're also seeing people with hockey sticks and... Um, they're doing the traffic cone thing where you put the traffic cone on mm-hmm. over it, fill it with water. Dump the water. Um, people are doing the, the bucket thing. And then, I mean, my favorite method, just from a visceral perspective, um, is watching people grab it and throw it back. I, I actually saw a woman catch one with one hand and toss it right back over. And I was wow. just like... I can go home now. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> it's just an incredible feat of humanity. And of course, uh, there was the election in November, uh, which still isn't totally hashed out. Uh, we talked to our friend Ash the J, um, because little known to, well, anybody, uh, Ash was also running for president, despite the fact that she isn't old enough. Uh, <laughs> But here's some clips from that show. Can I start off by saying that I am extremely disappointed in all of the American people that did not vote for me? Um, uh, yes. Yeah, that's a problem. So you that's did, how I feel about it. You did I'm announce offended. your uh, your run for president. However, you you may have also brought this to our attention yourself, but you were not actually old enough to legally run for president. Is that right? Anyone can run. Can run, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Okay, you're not legally old enough to be president to hold right. the office. Do you think? Do you think if you had won, they would have just like held it for you until you like aged into it? Like, That's the thing. That's like, the here's thing. Your... There's there's no precedent for such a for such a, a feat. So yeah. there's no telling what would happen. It's like they, they would have they to figure a, something out. Good for one free president term. <laughs> like, well, I'm I'm like a whole two and a half one. terms out. Okay. For being old enough, which is ridiculousness. Yeah. Okay. So two and a half terms. So it's like ridiculousness was an okay show. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I haven't had a very good job of planning my campaign strategy on Facebook either. I made so many promises. I said I was going to draw dicks in the sky with Air Force One, and no one went for it. Just oh man, I, I felt like it would be nice to look up and see a gag up there. <laughs> gag. Gag. <laughs> I'll give that points. But no, seriously, I thought it would be like kind of uplifting to just go outside and then there are boobs and the president did it or something, you know, (laughs) with a banner going behind the plane like Ash is here or something. Yeah. Yeah. And no one went for it. No one. I feel like Air Force One is bad for those kinds of aerial maneuvers, though. Yeah. That's probably something more for like Air Force 10 or something. (laughs) Something further down the list. Dude. So, so does anyone else see the parallels between him and Cartman from South Park? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, respect my daughter. He is Cartman. He just—he's got, got that that small dick energy. He believes yep. in himself more than anyone else, and he's always wrong. But he wins somehow. Yep. Not this fucking time. We'll see. Okay. Okay. So, like, but Ash <laughs> at least had like, you know, something grounded in reality as her response, right? I mean, I guess a giant dick in the air. I mean, okay, yeah, but she was just using that as the stepping stone to becoming president, right? Which is <laughs> I did stepping stone. Answer. It was. It was her. It was part of her campaigning. Like, yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, some of our guests didn't uh, didn't stay in this world or in reality. They uh, they had a different response to the chaos that was 2020. Uh, we, our good friend, the real hijinks, uh, kind of got lost in his own head and started creating things like this. <laughs> Thank you.
right here I had no shirt on in the video. I have my shirt open. Uh, I actually have my shirt open the whole <laughs> video. Oh, I'm man. Showing, showing on my dad bod. I didn't realize that I had a little gut until after this video. I was like, wow. <laughs> I look like, I, I said, I look like a well-fed Ethiopian. Like, I just have a big old stomach and just sunk it in. It's terrible. <laughs> Should've knew this was coming. Your skis are from the start. Now I need to see the doctor for a penicillin shot. Really want to go and pee, but can't deal with the pain. This burning my groin's got me cursing out your name and tell me why I'm pissing razors through my penis tip. Got me hurt, and lady, is your coochie crazy with all these fellas that you out here sleeping with? I should have known you got that burn when you feel the pain. You know you gotta be and don't want to, cause you know when you let it go. Your balls are gonna feel like they're on fire And you pissing by Got that wire. burn, got that burn, got that burn The Surgeon General told me not to even mess with you Truth, Truth be told, I do want you to teach me how to pay, play Dungeons & Dragons Oh, hell yeah I want to learn how to play that I watched them play it on Big Bang Theory And I was like, you know what, that shit seems kind of fucking fun I seen them play it on Big Bang Theory and uh, Community Yes. Oh, yeah. oh Advanced yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, one yeah. of my favorite episodes, man. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Community. Oh, my goodness. Community is. <laughs> yeah, well, I got the, my dice ready to go right here. I just, somebody got to just explain the game. <laughs> I just need somebody to like break it down. Like somebody's going to be patient and willing to be like, okay, look, this is first time. Like if it takes them 20 minutes to answer, just give them a minute. <laughs> He's used to rolling dice on the block. He hasn't seen a 20-sided dice before. He's just <laughs> new to him. Give him a minute. It, it, I've never had any... Well, I've had bad experiences with Dungeons & Dragons. That's not totally true. But it's always a good time. You know, you, you're getting all your friends together, and you're telling a story, essentially, together. You're just, like, coming up with an idea. And you're like, I'm this character, and I'm going to do this. That's that's what my guy would do, you know? Uh, see, are you guys old enough to remember the Dungeon and Dragon video games? The big ones that was like the like the Pac-Mans. It was like Dungeon uh, and Dragon, and you was this guy, and you had to like you move like you had two what? choices. No. This is old school, man. This is like um, eighty. Oh, like, that Dragon's like, Lair was the name of it, one of those. It might have been Dragon's Lair. It was this white knight. It was a knight, goofy-looking oh, yeah. knight, and you you would move and like you put a quarter in. Your game could end like in thirty seconds if you're not fucking. You don't know what you're doing. Like you're yeah, gonna, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's like uh, it was actually animated by uh, you know an animation company. And then they uh, just made it into a game. So there's different options depending on what you choose. Like the exactly. night, like the cartoon does that thing. Yeah, and That's you can just... die or you can make it to the end or like it was real crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I see. I'm old as shit. So you guys don't even. Well, you remember? I, I, I don't know. They've got it down at. Uh, they've got it down <laughs> at uh, Ground Control down there. Down, oh, yeah. down there. I need to go to Ground Control. Ground Control is cool. Uh, the other one is Outrage is pretty cool because they do like online gaming uh, with Ooh. like consoles and stuff, but it's a bar. Oh, no. So they show. Oh, no, e- nobody should have told me that. They show esports up on the screen. So, you know, nobody like should have told me that. Oh, I'm going to oh, lose so I'm much goddamn it. money. And who could forget this little nugget of wisdom from our guest, AC O'Neill? It's clitoral stimulation. That's that's the secret. Clitoral stimulation. You just put your your vocal cords of the pussy right here, right where the clit's at. (laughs) I'm so happy I got to watch this be a surprise to somebody. Chris has been hearing that shit for like two weeks. <laughs> I just get out. I just come on the mic going. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, that's the last guest clip of 2020. Yeah, that that checks out. That'd be AC O'Neill finishing everything off, <laughs> having to get the last fucking word in, making everybody feel unfucking comfortable for the last 30 seconds of. 2020 time is irrelevant guys we're in the soft apocalypse i went outside like four times 
since this whole thing started. <laughs> and I think it might have had some effect, guys. I notice I'm like, okay, maybe last mental health check in here, but <laughs> I feel like more aggressive. Oh yeah. We're we're definitely much more anxiety ridden at the end of all of this. Cause <laughs> Okay, so this is gonna get a little morbid, but like so you know how when spring comes suicide rates go up because people finally have enough energy <laughs> to kill themselves. Oh, it's, a, it's a real thing. Um, Guys, if you have any su- suicidal ideation, please uh, seek help. Also, definitely hang out with people in like February and March. You know, get you a buddy. Uh, it helps. Therapists are a buddy, I guess. So yeah, get get a professional one, I suppose. We should totally, though, still become professional cuddlers. I still think that that is a a great idea. That's, that's a service to humanity, in my mind. And my pocketbook, they make bank. <laughs> like the the Uber Eats of cuddler. No, <laughs> no, no, no. We are coming to my super comfortable up fucking bed. I don't want to know what you got to work with at home. I don't give a shit. We are going to have state of the art cuddle factories, buddy. That's what we going to have. We ain't fucking around with this. I'm sorry. I will not second rate this business. <laughs> like I do this podcast. For the last uh, few minutes of the show, here's a montage of some of our favorite bloopers from 2020 in 90s montage style. Enjoy, guys. I'm recording now. <laughs> I see that. It gives me a little indicator in the right every time it comes up. Okay. Good. I thought you were kicking us off. I was? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I didn't 100% know what my instructions were for this. You're directing right now, Charlie. <laughs> Do you it. not know that? <laughs> I did not know that, and I didn't take the class. <laughs> it's fine, neither did I. This isn't one where we're gonna build to it. This is just the thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We can we can kind of build to it, but we need to. I guess we'd have to build really quickly. Yeah, we should have planned before we hit record. <laughs> what? Since when do we ever plan before we hit record? Oh my god, almost never. And you can find out for yourself every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. <laughs> also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you like to listen to your shit. That's a good take. On Allison Road, yeah, I didn't know I was just Yeah, just fucking run with it, buddy. You That's got how we this. do the show every week. We just record. Yeah, every week from 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, so close. close. That was a great jump off, too. I'm so sorry I fucked that up. All right. Let's start that one again. That's just how we do it every week. We just record it. Yeah, you know, every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Just, just let it roll. Just, just let it roll. Rolls on fire anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> Everything and nothing. What are we? The last night, I was eating some Skittles. Until I ran out, and then what you do, Charlie? Is you get a you get a bottle of ranch in one hand. No, right? you gotta make sure it's open first. That's important, okay? Is <laughs> an also already open bottle of buffalo sauce. And I mean, it's it's helpful if you already know like what portions you like before you start going into it. But you don't have to, right? Because you just you tip your head back and you just. I mean, me, I always start buffalo so that I know how much of that I got going. And then I tip the other way 
and I get that ranch in there. And like once it starts getting to like a nice, like solidly mellow flavor, you just right. I mean, you don't you keep it shut, right? But and uh, mix it all up, and then uh, you just you just drink that. <laughs> So, uh, Chris, any last words for this year? Gerrymandering, affidavit, scrumptious. Bye. (laughs) Bye. This is Shady Pines Radio.